Hi everyone and welcome to our second podcast from our bike trip to Mongolia. I am Roberto and it's been four months we've been on the road. Uh, the first podcast came out a couple of months ago with some sounds that we listened to while traveling and we decided that we wanted to keep the same lines so we have another set of different sounds about the last two months that we'd like to share with you. Uh, we had very nice feedbacks uh, about the first podcast and we are happy about that because to us soundscape is as important as the landscape so the images and the, the things, the text we can share and sounds make also a big part of our adventure. So a nice way to start this podcast and well actually a regular day is a nice breakfast. It's probably even better if it's a kind of a multi-language breakfast and this is what happened one morning in Biga. Uh, we were hosted by a family on warm shower and there was also a Spanish cyclist passing by so we, we shared time and uh, stories about our trips and it was really nice and in this breakfast we mixed uh, some English, some Turkish, some Italian, Spanish and French. It was a funny mix to start the day. Well, we'll just take a little bit more time, I guess. Oh. <laughs> that was a nice one. <laughs> Come si chiama la zucca in spagnolo? Mm? Carabatac. 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 Yeah. We have a bird called Carabatac. Ah, you told me in English, no? Before? Pumpkin. Pumpkin, yeah. Courage. How do you say it in Turkish? Zucca. Okay, let's say with pumpkin. <laughs> Easier. <laughs> Orange thing. <laughs> Beets. Bal actually means honey. Okay. Kabak means. Uh, I never. Okay, this was a nice time, nice breakfast with shared and different languages. But if we speak, if we think about breakfast, we think about food. And there's this sound, the next one, that I was able to record just for probably a couple of seconds. Uh, but it's a sound that we heard a few times. Here was in the countryside, but we heard it in cities too. And this, there were these uh, loudspeakers that were just telling the name of the vegetables and the prices of the vegetables. The two seconds I was able to record, because I was writing and I needed to take out the recorder, and so it took me a little time. And it was not easy to understand which kind of sound it was at the beginning. So these two seconds you can just hear a voice telling Besh Lira, which means five Liras and I don't remember which kind of vegetables this price was referred to but it was an interesting sound that we heard also in, in the countryside and in cities it's a sound that we heard in different situations so it's even if for just a little bit it's nice to have it uh, recorded here 
And there are sounds that just feel like home to us. And those sounds are sometimes, not all the time, but as Italians, a few, I'd say a few times, are related to food and cooking. Like this sound you're gonna hear next, which is, it's what we call soffritto, like a mix of different herbs and onions and garlic that we like to put in olive oil to start whatever the recipe needs some spices and the very, I'd say, thin frying sounds is really typical. Well, if the soffritto makes us, and I think most of our Italian friends, feel home, the feeling of being home is also given by our tent, our new tent. For those of you who followed us from the beginning, you know that we had some issues with the tent we started traveling with, so we had to get a new one, which is for sure drier and safer for us. And uh, it feels really like our traveling home, even if we spend a lot of time in somebody else's places. Uh, the tent is our, our place when we are traveling. And it makes us feel safe, even if strong winds or rain are outside. camping we usually try to camp as far as possible from the cities and in, in nature to enjoy more the environment that surrounds us and uh, this environment of course is full of different sounds and one of the sounds we liked most because in Turkey especially we camped quite a few times by the seaside it's the sound of the waves the seaside to the mountains the distance it's not so long and there's one funny sound that we heard I'd say a lot of times uh, either while in the tent or having dinner close to the tent or in the morning when we woke up or just riding in the middle of the countryside or in the mountains uh, this sound of bells that cows or ships or even goats can carry with them.
Okay, let's now take a step far from nature and get stuck in something more human. Well, human-made or human-related. In the first episode of the podcast, we, we try to give you a hint of what's the feeling of listening to sounds while cycling through a tunnel with trucks and cars and vans. And uh, this time we stopped on the side of a main road we were riding on because we wanted to record the absence of silence. We probably never think about it, especially when we are driving, but the constant noise made by cars mainly, but also buses and trucks and all the other engines moving along on the road, it's, as I said, constant, and it just doesn't leave any room for silence. That's why we love so much to cycle on smaller secondary back roads, because you can hear the sounds of nature or of people. What I wanted to do with this uh, recording is just to bring our attention to the fact that we consider this kind of noise normal. It's part of our everyday life, it's part of our city life, it's part of wherever we go. So like there can be a visual pollution, like seeing cars everywhere in the cities, there's a sound pollution and this is a very good example of it. This was just a small sample of the constant noise we are always immersed to, especially in our cities, so we should probably start to consider another way of moving around the cities, to have more space and more fresh air and more silence for us and less room for cars. And traffic is a sound that you can find in every city, and sometimes this sound mixes with other different sounds like human voices or music and that's the case of what we recorded in Bandirma in Turkey we had a room on the fifth floor of the small hotel in front of the ferry terminal and just down from our window there was this big roundabout with a lot of cars and buses going around all the time and there were other sounds mixing to this traffic and the sound you hear in a city are probably the way the city presents itself to you so it can be pretty different like in the first this first example with music
and in the second one, with religious chanting. And from a city in Turkey we move to a city in Georgia. The city is Gori, the hometown of Stalin. And in this city there's probably the only left statue of Stalin in whole world. But there's also a Stalin museum. Now for this next sound you have to use your imagination. Because it's a contrast that I wanted to record while I was there. But you don't have the images I had in front of me. Well, we went there because we were curious about what that kind of museum could be. And it was, well, it is probably what we expected. You get the feeling of being frozen in time, frozen in the Sovietic era. There are lots of documents in it, lots of pictures, portraits, gifts that Stalin received from all over the world. Yes. And most of the texts, most of the explanations are just in Russians and Georgian, so not much use, very little English. But in every room there's somebody like keeping an eye that everything is working fine, even if there are not many people around visiting. And in one of the rooms there was this lady in the corner and she was playing with her smartphone, putting music, some pop music, loud. And that struck my ear because I was looking at a historical picture. It was probably the room dedicated to the Second World War. And uh, the contrast between this pop music played loud in the room and the images and the, the tone of solemnity that the museum had were a big contrast to me. So imagine you are in a Sovietic building, uh, frozen in time somehow, and you listen to this music. This was the last sound for the second podcast. You can find this one and the previous one on our website www.mavala.life. Mavala is spelled M-A-V-A-L-A. And I remind you that the song you hear at the beginning, at the end of this podcast, is composed and performed by Rocco De Rosa, a great musician and a great friend. And I really recommend you go look for some more music that he created on his website www.roccoderosa.com This was our second episode. Feedbacks, comments and critics are more than welcomed. As always, you can reach us on our website or on our Facebook page Mavala Pedala. We'll keep collecting sounds from the root in the next weeks and months 
and we'll try to create a new podcast as soon as we have enough interesting sounds for you to hear. This is all for now. Thank you for listening and bye-bye.